0: Hello, this
1: is the Mothman, and you are listening to the Paranormal Punches. Yeah, top hats to <laughs> anal probing—that's how we do it around here. Then they had a flatbread, <laughs> flatbread. <laughs> flatbread <laughs> truck. They had a flatbread <laughs> truck—the <That's> tastiest <laughs> truck on the
2: planet. Holy moly, that's a big foot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's my phone? Yeah. Came into my suitcase. <laughs> I threw it, it off did the, What in yeah, a suitcase? Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> uh they attributed it to El Vampiro de Mocha. The vampire of Mocha. Uh, it was Vampire <laughs> of
2: Chocolate. chocolate. Choc- <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, stop all the beaming. Stop,
1: stop all the beaming, UFF.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag stop the beaming.
1: Oh, <laughs> Hey friends, welcome to Paranormal Punchers,
3: I'm Mark, I'm Alicia,
1: I'm Nash, yep that's right, no Dave, nope, <laughs>
2: he's vaporized, he's,
1: now he's... I know what you're thinking, like sometimes that's uh, that's normal days in the air, but Dave's actually in India, I know, his job uh, required him to fly to India, <sighs> So that's he's probably heckle- uh, chowing down us with curry right now. Oh that's boy. like a 20-hour
2: flight.
3: I don't know. That's, that's, yeah, that's he, a- was, he was telling us, like, how long it takes. Like, he wasn't going to get there till like, he was leaving Monday, yesterday, and he wasn't going to get there till like, Wednesday, right? Oh, Isn't that what yeah. he
2: was saying? I don't
1: know. Not yeah. for that's me. Well, but by flying to India, he missed out on our investigation of the Jenny Wade death house Yes. In Gettysburg, Pennsylvania.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Death house because this is where she died. That's yes. right. That's um, right.
3: She didn't live here, but she was there uh, taking care of her sister.
1: Right. Uh, before we get there, though, yep. got a couple shout-outs like usual. <laughs> um, again, as always, thank you so much for, for sending us feedback. Send us your topic ideas. Send okay. us your scary stories. I'm going to go through a few here. If I miss somebody, sorry. Uh, but uh, we got a message from Emily. Uh, she's still enjoying uh, listening to our podcast. Well, that's a good thing. That's, that's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> she's, uh, she says she's close to have listened to all of them. Oh, boy. Um, except this one, because it just came out. Anyway, she wanted to know if we had a chance to check out the, the Linwood University. Uh, it's tucked away in St. Charles, Missouri, hmm. uh, where she also got her bachelor's. Hmm. She said there's a lot of paranormal <laughs> activity. So... I don't know. We'll have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll look into it. Thank you so much, Emily. Keep the topic ideas coming. Emily gave a suggestion for Lemp Mansion, by the way. Oh, did she? Oh, If you guys, okay. if you guys okay. forgot. Okay. I Thank you. I was like,
3: there's a lot of paranormal stuff in, in <laughs> Missouri. I <right?">
1: know. <laughs> now, let's see. Robert uh, dropped us a message on the Facebook group. He said, your podcast is amazing. 12 stars. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> uh, you guys have awesome personalities. You always make the stories exciting to listen to. So thanks for what you do. Uh,
4: thank thank you, you for listening yeah, and interacting.
1: Welcome, and thank you. Thanks, Robert. That means a lot to us. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, my boy, Sean from Moses Family Jerky. He dropped a funny message on the Facebook group. Uh, greatest preacher <laughs> name ever. Puckwudge. It's fun to say. You can't say it without smiling. Now, Sean also uh, had this whole thing that he thinks 10 Puck Mm Wudgies can beat Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. I disagree. That's that's insane. In an upcoming episode, not this one, in an upcoming (laughs) episode, we are going to have a battle royale. Bigfoot versus 10 Puck Wudgies. Okay. Uh, we're going to figure out who would actually win because, uh, okay. well, we're going to make up the rules for this little game. Ooh. Should be amazing. Thanks for the idea, Sean. Puck yeah.
2: Fuck <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is. fun to say, right? Yeah. Uh, Sarah, she dropped a message on fa- the Facebook group. Um, <laughs> I know. I was talking so fast. I know. My daughter has a theory why we usually get reports of one Bigfoot. My daughter has a theory why we usually get reports of one Bigfoot. She reckons that they live in families, but one parent always stays home with the baby big feet. Her word. (laughs) While the other one goes to find food. Not a bad theory for an eight-year-old. Oh. Actually, not a bad theory at all. No. They follow the hunter-gatherer mode, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. One goes out, like the lionesses go out and hunt. Right. Yeah. Right. Thank you, Sarah. And thank your daughter for a great idea there. A great concept. A great uh, theory. Let's see. Kira dropped a Facebook review only found out about you guys 2 days ago. Oh. And I only have two more episodes left. Oh wow. my gosh. What have you what else have you done with your day? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I love 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 how you guys talk about theories about all of uh, all the subjects. Very entertaining. I recommend this podcast to anyone into the creepy, cool, ghostly and not so normal. Mm. I actually like how she says it. I know. Uh, creepy, cool, ghostly, and not so normal. That could be a really nice tagline. I like that. That sums everything up. Yeah. Thank you, Kara. Thank you so much. Uh, Craig from the UK. He says, I recently found your podcast via Spotify. Spotify's paying off. I know. And have been catching up with uh, previous episodes. Loving it so far. So much more entertaining than other paranormal podcasts. Mm. Um, Hearing some of the stories you talked about reminded me of something that happened to me a few years ago, and I thought I'd share it with you. Oh, okay. Dun, dun, dun. That's where we dun, pause, because we're going to share this story in the second half of the show. Ooh. This story is really cool. Oh, yeah? Um, but no Pukwudgies. There's no, no puck Oh, <laughs> thank, goodness. thank goodness. So, Craig, I'll thank you now, and I'll thank you later when we read your story. Uh, Dylan from Kentucky said, hey, guys, Dylan from Kentucky here. Love your show. Listen all night at work. Helps the 12-hour night shifts go by and even got a few of his co-workers to listen to us. Uh, Ooh, that's amazing. That Very is. nice. Aside thank from you. a 12-hour night shift, huh, oh, yeah.
2: brother. That's oh. terrible. That is oh, terrible. Man,
1: that's rough. He also sent us a little uh, paranormal story. Hopefully, I can get to that on the second half, too. Dylan, thank you so much. Awesome. Let's see here. to uh, do. Oh, let's see. Saturday Night Adventures? Saturday Adventures. Oh, Saturday Night Adventures. <laughs> wow. That, that's a whole <laughs> that, different that, podcast. That's a different podcast.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> they said on Instagram, hey, punchers, I was hoping to hear more about the Alba Twitch and the festival. Mm. I don't know why I'm reading it in like an angry voice. Hey, <laughs> I was hoping to hear more about this. Um, we started listening a few weeks ago. You guys kick ass. Thank, thank you. you. Well, thank you. And Saturday Adventures, uh, next episode. Mm-hmm. That's right. We'll, it will be about the Albatwitch. Yeah. It will also be about our adventures at the festival. Yep. That's right, and uh, what we did, who we ran into, any of the craziness that followed that. So, hopefully, we have some, some, but not not too much, but just enough. So, thank you so much, and we'll see one more here. Doo, 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 doo. Let me find it. Let's all go to the mm-hmm. lobby. All, all right, so uh, some more reviews on iTunes. Which they're always great. They help uh, the show. Yes. So, if you feel like giving us a review on iTunes. Go Do for it, it. please. Uh, but Big Papa Puck, he, uh, he <laughs> dropped a uh, review there. He said, great podcast about the paranormal. And he says that the star of the show is Dave. Ha. With what? His, his witty banner and comedic one-liners. <laughs> uh, and he also said his favorite episode is the one with the No Sleaze Bro guy that was on it. Uh, That's yeah. because Big Papa Puck is from the No Sleaze yeah. Bro cast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks for listening. Yep, Thanks for enacting. Thank Obviously, the joke is Dave's usually quiet. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Right, right. Except last episode, we couldn't shut him up. I know. He was on a roll. He was. Imagine when he comes back from India. I know. And let's see. uh, My boy uh, S. Riggler here says, love listening to a group of funny, witty, and entertaining people. Great topics and hilarious conversation. Dude, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Here's the one I'm going to end on. Um... This one really, uh, this one really got me in the feels. This is from, this is on iTunes review from Boppy loves this show. I listen to you guys with my daughter before she goes to sleep. She is eight years old. She's a, she is an eight year old burgeoning ghost hunter,
0: Ooh. and she
1: finds your show fun, funny, and loves the creepy parts. Judge me a terrible parent, but she loves a good scare. Mm-hmm. We are liberal with language and are geeky enough to follow all the pop culture references. Keep up the great work.
3: Oh, thank you, thank
1: well, you, Poppy, Poppy loves the show. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you. I don't think you're a terrible parent. No, I think uh, I think that's awesome. I'm glad she enjoys listening to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the only one that uh, sometimes uses the, the, the bad language. We so do. Sorry about that. <laughs> we do try to keep it pretty yeah, clean. We, we try. try, we try. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I love that uh, people can tune in with their family members. That's spectacular. Yeah. So, without further ado, thank you, everybody. Hit us up with iTunes <laughs> Review. You can uh, drop a review on our Facebook page. Uh, send us a message at uh, ParanormalPunchers.com. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we get to the Jenny Wade, oh boy. I wanted to say a big old thank you to our new partner, Living. Was it Living Among Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I paused there. It's right in front of me. <laughs> Maybe I should put my glasses on. <laughs> um now, uh this is a book series. Lish, you talked about it several episodes ago because you read like the first the one. The
3: first one, yeah.
1: And uh you've read a couple more. Oh yeah. And the really cool thing is this comes out the fifteenth of every month. So it's like it's ongoing saga. And every each month, month you get a yeah. new Really uh, mm-hmm. well, I don't a new adventure, a new Uh
3: it's saga, like a new, a, new installment? New chapter, a new
1: installment. Yeah.
3: So, like, of this ongoing saga, yeah, it's just like the next chapter, I guess you would you would say, in and, a way.
1: And you're uh, you're in the midst of what uh, number two, number three?
3: Uh, I just finished book two, and uh, it literally picks up right off where the first one ends. So the first one was kind of setting up, like he moved to this area, he mm-hmm. bought this house, and you know he's wanting to have kind of a quiet life and and okay. really focus on work. And, um, (laughs) then there was these creatures that he didn't quite understand. Uh, but then the second one, yeah, the second one picks up. There's, so the first one, I'm sorry, the first one ended on a cliffhanger. Okay. It ended to a point where you're like, oh my God, what happened? I have to read the next installment. So on this one, yeah, picks up after that. Um, it, he basically, he, uh, is Don't he, give too much. No. I know. I'm not. I'm not going to. But okay. he has a confrontation, and uh, is there ends kung up. Fu? What
2: is there? Kung fu? No. <laughs>
3: there is a. <laughs> you can't a,
2: kung fu Bigfoot. <laughs> you could do kung fu Bigfoot. Oh my gosh.
3: <laughs> he he runs. <laughs> he runs, and uh, one of his neighbors ends up uh, kind of saving him, bring him into the cabin, and uh, it just kind of like you learn about. These neighbors and like how they got to this point. Okay, so yeah, and and it it ended to a point where I was like, I cannot wait to read the next installment.
1: I think that's a great idea. Yeah, and uh, he's yeah. up to uh, let's see, nine of them. Yeah, I know. Uh, like I said, they come out uh, the fifteenth of every month on yeah. Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, just go to Amazon, Google Living Among Bigfoot. Yep, check it out. I think you enjoy it. Hmm, that's a, that's a great idea. I like that idea. Now I'm like thinking like, how can we make a Comic book were with Bigfoot and Kung Fu, <laughs> right? Maybe Bigfoot. Right? Maybe Bigfoot is like a Kung Fu master. Big foot fu. Bigfoot Foo, Bigfoot Foo, Bigfoot Foo. Oh, that would be like the technique. Ooh,
2: yes, really? that's right. right. He would have his own be, technique. his style. His style is Bigfoot
1: Foo. maybe like Bruce Lee had Jeet Kune Do. Yeah, Bruce Lee has big, big feet. Foo. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Big foo. <laughs> oh, uh, man, that terrible. is a that's that terrible. is <laughs> <laughs> that, <was terrible. laughs> that is a a martial arts oh. movie in the making. That's oh, right, boy. that's right. Love it. Love it. All right. You know what I loved? I loved uh going down to Gettysburg. Yes. And getting a chance to investigate the Jenny Wade Death House uh with Sean from Family, Moses Family Jerky and Eric. Uh, who was an exceptional guide, giving yes. us lots of great details.
3: Oh,
1: yeah. Um, I know I told you guys, if you're listening, you better be listening. So <laughs> um, <laughs> said thank you already, but thank you. I mean, it was it was an amazing night to get yeah. uh, two hours
0: mm-hmm. with
1: just this crew. It mm-hmm. uh, was incredible. And I had an incredible night. Uh, now, for those that don't know anything about Gettysburg or Jenny Wade... Lish, tell them a little bit about Jenny Wade and what happened to her.
3: Sure. So Jenny Wade, she lived in Gettysburg um, and during the Battle of Gettysburg. And uh, at the age of 20, she was the only direct civilian casualty of the battle. Like, she's the only civilian that was actually killed. And it was by a stray bullet on uh, July 3rd, 1863.
2: Now that by itself sounds pretty amazing.
3: Yes, she's the only one.
2: She's the she's it. Yeah, that's, it.
3: Um, yeah, that's amazing. A lot of soldiers died, of course. Right, but right, right. But not yeah, civilians. she's the only. Yeah, she's the only one that just she wasn't even fighting or anything. She just was needing her bread.
2: She was making some bread. Yeah,
3: she was needing some bread uh, to to make some bread for the soldiers.
1: She was making waffles. Yeah. I think.
3: No, yeah, she definitely
1: <laughs> not waffles. Definitely got waffles. <laughs> yeah, in fact, she. Uh, she had already walked uh, back and forth to her house like twice. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, and this battle did not get hit. Nope. That's amazing. Um uh, Yeah. And she had actually, when she was baking bread, she had propped, there was a, a door inside the, the kitchen area. She had propped mm-hmm. that open. So this bullet came uh, from Confederate sniper fire, came through the front door, mm-hmm. through the second door, yep. and then hit her in the hip area. I think, think that's
3: what he said. And then it ended up in her... Corset or or up in her ca- like her chest or something right, it killed her immediately, yeah, yeah, it, but,
2: well keep in mind, we got to keep in mind also that the stature of people of that
1: time oh she was
0: short was yeah. teeny tiny yeah. she was a, she was
1: teeny, so for this for that uh, for that to hit that door, the other door and then kill yeah. her right um, now, this is where I would like to cut over to our recording from mm-hmm. that night, okay. okay, because Eric and Sean. Uh, they give some details. So after Jenny was, was hit and killed, uh, there were some Union soldiers on the back side of the house that heard her screaming. And they came to see how they could help. And that's where we're going to pick up with uh, with uh, Eric, uh, the guy giving us the details and the history. And then it leads into a little paranormal talk about what goes down at this house. Yeah. Okay. And hopefully you find it as interesting as it was for us to be there. Mm-hmm. So let's check it out.
5: Just behind us, out on East Cemetery Hill, was kind of a picket line, all right? And those soldiers heard screams coming out of the house. Well, they did something very brave. They didn't have to do it. They left their positions, walk around the east side of this house in the Confederate rifle fire to see who's in this house and try and help them, because they went out of their way to help when they could. Well, when they come in, they find Jenny, right? They'd never seen a woman killed before, so they had no idea what to do. But they knew they have to evacuate her. Well, when they look in the parlor, then there's Mom, Georgia, her newborn Harry and Isaac. So they got six people that gotta get out of this house. And they can't go out this door, and they can't go out the parlor door because the fighting's literally right outside. Georgia had remarked to them that maybe we can get out through the hole in the wall upstairs. Huh. But that hole was only the size of a dinner plate, so they can't get through it. So imagine they're up there half an hour, the fighting's going on, you know, they're kicking at the wall, hitting it with their muskets. They finally make it through to the McLean family home. There was a separate family lived on the other side. Mm-hmm. So they went through both of their bedrooms, down a back staircase, out the kitchen door into the cellar. From here. They carried her up and all the way through the house. Wow. Now just think after all that happened. All that happened. Just lost your
4: sister, your daughter, your aunt. They stayed down there for...
5: 17, 18 hours something? Yeah.
4: During that time, guess what happened? Only a couple hundred yards away from that way. Picket's charge. Mm -hmm. So now it must have sounded like... You're grieving for your loved one, and now it sounds like the whole house is going to collapse because mm-hmm. it's the largest barrage ever put on the northern hemisphere. Right? Yeah, I mean Jenny was
5: killed eight thirty in the morning, and Pickett's charge was, what four four thirty in the afternoon wow. on July third. So
4: wow! Right? Mean, it the whole story of Jenny Wade is just—it can never be repeated in history. No. It's impossible. Yeah. Just the shot, the how they got out—it can never a thousand times it could be a million times it could be played over, and it can never happen the way it did. You know, it would hit the door and ricochet
1: off or... Right. Did anybody else die in this house? No. 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 Just Jenny Witt. Just Jenny even,
5: even before her sister moved in, there had been no other deaths in this house. We I mean, there was a man who built this house because he had an identical one right behind it. His name was Charles Snyder. He built both these houses. He lived in that one and rented this one out. But in that whole time, since 1823 when it was built, nobody had ever died in this house except Jenny. She was the only one who ever died here. Now, this was like a duplex?
4: Mm-hmm. And it still is.
5: So it was oh. Georgia, yeah. Jenny's sister had these two rooms, the two above us, and the basement. A completely separate family lived on the other side, the McLean's. Okay. They would have had kitchen and parlor, bedrooms, and a basement. So two different families rented out the house.
1: Okay. All right, so uh, flash forward to today, 2018. Yep. Um, as far as the paranormal goes, what,
5: what is happening? Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't get in the house much, so I have to rely on what the other guys tell me um we get a lot more activity in the basement mm-hmm. for some reason james wade likes the back corner of the room and you guys will see when you go down there there's just a little tiny bench it'll sit two people but he hangs out in the back of that room for some reason and of course we have a display up front with jenny's body um people get touched we hear that all uh, all the time one of our new guides sarah she does the tours through here every time she goes down there she says she feels like she's being watched which isn't the first time we've heard that um on occasion, something's been happening lately with a REM pod that we have down there on our late night tours. We'll set the REM pod up on the trunk that's down there, and we have a little trigger object hooked to it. For some reason, it's the only place in the room it'll go off. It won't, go, it won't activate anywhere else. So I don't know who it is, but it's just a little locket that we have. It's got Jenny's picture in it, and the only way to make it work is to touch that locket and complete the electrical circuit. Wow. We don't so, know if it's James. We don't know if it's Georgia. It could be Jenny herself. So what brought James here when he didn't <laughs> die here? Okay. Here's the thing about James. He was never in this house that much. Mm-hmm. He was a tailor here in town. He had his own business. But he w- wasn't very well liked by many people in town. He was just difficult to deal with. He was an arrogant <laughs> bastard. Um, this is what we think brought him here, <laughs> what we think, well, that he was anti-military, which aggravates me because I'm retired army. Mm-hmm. And he had an illegitimate son that we think, and I'll call him out on that. He, hates it when I do that <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's fine um, but what we think James wasn't here in this house much he would have been up in the birth house because that's where they you know they were and then he had a shop in town what we think brings him back here is Jenny because he wasn't here when she was killed he was in prison oh nobody's Eastern State. okay mm-hmm. so for two years he did he was incarcerated there in Philly yeah he's in State. yeah At at the at the Eastern State Penitentiary, the famous yes oh wow, and we can verify yeah we can yeah we can verify that we know the cell block he was on we know the years he was there we know his inmate number but they can't find the cell because back then you know the Civil War part of it they just had so many cells they didn't keep track of it so we know for sure he was there because we did the research and found out so when we tell people like yeah right (laughs) I've got documents to prove it yeah but then even when he got released from there he was sent back to Gettysburg at the almshouse on the north side of town. So he lived in the poorhouse for a while. Georgia and Mrs. Wade, it was reported, would go and visit him almost every day. And he would ask about Jenny. He'd say, well, you know, is she married yet? Bring her with you tomorrow. I miss her. I really want to see her. But then Georgia would always say, well, Dad, she's dead. She can't come see you. But James didn't believe it. He thought his daughter disowned him for going to prison. He wouldn't believe she was dead. So we think that's why he's here, because he knows that Jenny is here, or he sees Jenny. Jenny. We don't know why he stays back, hmm. but we think that's why he's still here in the house. Okay. The odd thing is, even where she's at on the other side of the house, his oldest daughter had this half of the house, so why isn't he here? He's on the other side with Jenny.
1: Hmm.
5: And That's why we hmm. think he's here. And James is a bit of a dick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not yeah. a bit. is. He was, yeah, He was a tailor here in town. He had a pretty good business. But Jenny, Mom, and Georgia, they were seamstresses, and they were poor. All right? and the thing with James is what got him caught is a man had come in uh, to his shop to have some work done well he dropped some money on the floor and James took it and spent it mm. <laughs> he was caught he was caught just down in Maryland spending that money what he should have done was take out an advertisement and say hey I found this you know if come back and get it but not James he just scooped it up and went spending it uh-huh. I mean
4: which a lot of yeah. people would probably
1: I mean, most people would be like oh
5: I found
4: money oh, on the yeah. floor yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs>
1: it
4: wasn't the gentleman Sam Durbar, the yeah. the guy that wasn't he kind of like a big wig? He had some guy? juice, yeah. yeah. He had some juice here in Gettysburg and I think that's what turned <laughs> James you know and yeah, the stand on the, the street. Everybody gets yeah. James,
5: yeah. So, so he had him dead to rights. Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. What I like to tell people on tours it is when I when I was down there and they'd be like, Uh oh, I seen Ghost Adventures and Zach climb up on <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah.
4: yeah. It, which he did, but put yourself in a in a in a father's shoes. All these people, weird looking people, Mm -hmm. you know, weird dressed, you know, got girls now wear guys' clothing, t-shirts and stuff like that, coming down, you know, it could, we have a mannequin there. It could be Jenny Wade laying there in his vision. And what are you people doing down here? Mm -hmm. Right. Leave me alone. I'm grieving. Maybe he's always stuck in that, uh, you know. In that cycle. That's one of those unexplained things. It's just, that's what he sees to his day. And then. Like Eric said, the reason I believe that he doesn't like Eric, Eric is a stern talker. Eric is a very firm talker. You can tell former military, he's yeah, yeah, affirmative. Yeah. He's affirmative when he talks. James doesn't like that because of two years of his life. He was told when to eat, when to yeah. sleep, when to pee, when to poop, you know, when to play. And he was vehemently
5: anti-military. And he was yeah. open about it, yeah. Yeah. which aggravates me. I mean, if he doesn't yeah. like, that's fine. But there were soldiers in his house. Right. They were here when he wasn't. Yep. I'm sure he found out about that and didn't like it. He spoke out against the military. Mm. And you know, that's fine. He can do that. But well, now I don't want to just.
1: You personally, is there something to happen that happened to you here that you were like, okay, yes, I, I believe?
5: No, And here's the something. thing I mean, I've been doing this for the last 10 years. You know, I do about 200 tours a year through these buildings. Personally, I haven't had anything happen, and I've been told that it's because I have such a protective energy about me, it keeps things away from me. And I think a lot of it is to do with my demeanor. It's like Sean said, with me being in the military. There's not much I'm afraid of. Mm-hmm. You know, my voice tends to carry. It's deep. I'm a direct person. So, it's, <laughs> I think it's all that, that's going for me. Things kind of tend to stay away from me. So, as far as personally, no, I haven't had much happen here. I've, I've witnessed other things, heard people's stories, seen photos, that sort of thing. But to me personally, no. It's all about you? Yeah, <laughs> I've had. A, when when you
4: start here, you start on the Jenny Wade tour. Um, you don't really do the orphanage across the street because it is a harder tour and it has a lot more information. So a lot of the new guides here will do the Jenny Wade tour. Um, so I've done a lot. Probably the last 10 years, I've almost probably done more Jenny Wade tours than Eric has done because, yeah. you know, Eric's a senior guide. So he yeah. does um, just multiple stuff. I mean, one evening I came in here, you know, I come in and I check around like I normally do. Just make sure no, none of the stuff's everywhere. And I came in and that clock on the mantle, the door was open. So I thought, alright, no big deal. I know about the legend of the, the clock or the myth about the clock, I'm not believing anything. I went up and I shut it. Went out, got my group. Forty-five minutes later I'm back in the house with the group. It's open again. Mm-hmm. So for the next fifteen minutes I'm tilting the clock, you know, it's an original clock, so I shouldn't really be tilting it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Joe, if you listen to this, I didn't do that. <laughs> but it would not come open. You actually had to hold your hand and pull it. It was stuck, like swelled up. Mm-hmm. So I thought, no big deal. Right? But doing tours, you hear footsteps, people when I when I say whispering in my ear, I don't hear anything. It would be like me going to Nash and whispering, and you can feel me mm-hmm. talking. You can feel the breath, and I had my name set in the house downstairs. It gets even uh, even a little bit better when uh, I mean, it's kind of freaky out just a bit. It did at first, but after that, it becomes second nature because it happens so often. You feel hands on you. You'll feel tugs on you, and you'll look around and nobody will be there. You'll feel that whisper in your in your ear, feel that breath on your ear, and it just becomes second nature to you. I've seen shadows, you know, we've got lights all around the houses and you just see shadows every now and then. But you can't really react to it because you have people with you. And I don't ever tell personal experience on my tour because who am I? Who cares? Right? Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They want to experience something for myself. Keep it short, let the most Amazing thing that ever happened was a former guide and a woman named Alexa, Alexis who portrayed Mrs. Wade I remember here. That. We were downstairs. I sat in with him. I did the upstairs portion, but I always used to go down and sit with him when he did the investigation part. Showed us how paranormal investigating goes. Great group of people, young kids, older folks, just having a blast, laughing, hooting, hollering, cutting jokes. They're down there listening attentively to the, the guide. When you see when you get down there, there'll be a small bench on the right side, a white bench. It could sit about three people. This young girl, I want to say about 18, 20 years old, um, was sitting on the bench having a great time. All of a sudden, she loses it, bawling hysterically, crying her eyes out. And Alexis was sitting beside her and was, what's wrong? She was a southern woman, real sweet-talking. She says, what's wrong? She's like, I don't know. She's bawling her. eyes. I don't know. What's wrong? I said, do me a favor and come up here and sit beside beside me. I'm way in the back away from it. She comes up about five minutes later. She's sitting there, and I said, do you feel all right? She goes, I feel fine now. Mm -hmm. So after the tour, we let it all go. And um, I said, what was wrong? What happened? She goes, I don't know. All of a sudden, I got this feeling of sorrow and hurt and, and pain And she goes, I just lost it. Well, we get out our ghost toys, as we like to call them. We start getting names. We start getting stuff happening. Mm -hmm. Stuff's going crazy. We end up finding out later. We get this woman's name. We end up finding out. We're like, who's this woman that has no association with this house whatsoever? Ended up in the mid-80s, early 80s, right out front of the house. A car accident happened and a young girl lost her life. Mm. And that's the woman she was getting in the house now that doesn't have to do anything with jenny wade but why is she here that was probably one of the coolest shouldn't say coolest but weirdest things ever to, to happen mm. to me in the house other than the evp of you know follow him while i'm portraying the soldier in the house so it's it's pretty and you hear footsteps all the time mm. you hear stuff moving around and you run up there and it's nothing up there the cabinet in the far side of the McLean house loves to open and you can see you can pull in the cabinet yourself it ain't coming open without force so hmm. other than that I mean it's just like second nature when you're in the house so many times it's, it's it literally is that you're home away from home yeah. like uh, so many uh, mm-hmm. times
2: I figured you would get to a spot where if like someone's tugging on your shirt and you're like hey yeah I'm just doing this just let me finish <laughs> up I'll, I'll be out here in a minute you know kind
5: of, some of the guys do that <laughs> yeah because yeah. they know that it's gonna happen it's and they're okay happen. with it right yeah.
1: Do you ever do uh, at the end of the tour just be like, "Hey, it's not okay to follow me home. No, just stay. Absolutely. You just you do that. Yes. Okay, I say that in my and I will say it in my
4: truck tonight when I leave. Okay,
5: I've never done it, and I think it's because, like I said before, <laughs> yeah. it's, I don't I'm messing mess with him me him. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. I mean, I don't think anything is going to attach itself to me or even bother me because I'm told that that protective energy about me is so strong it just keeps everything at bay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, we. Yeah. I say it every... I'll be that guy. It's yeah, okay. I'll I'll I think
1: it. we're going to... I'm going
4: to say no, it, I'm gonna, that. I'm going to guess that when
5: they come. They're it's, like, hey, is anything going to follow me home? It can. There's a chance that it can, but here's yeah. how you handle it. And, you know, we tell them in your own words to say something like this. You know, I'm leaving. This is your home. You can't come with me. And we tell people you've got to be firm about it, and you've got to be sincere. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd be surprised to really pull their faces yeah. when they say that when they leave. <laughs> so we tell a lot of people that, and they do do it. And as far as we know, no one's actually been had any follow-up. so
0: okay.
4: there, There's nothing malicious in the house. Nothing will attack you or get you. Right. James, of course, is downstairs, but in the house itself, it doesn't feel. It feels very loving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but it's just the stuff, you know, the, the creepies and the crawlies that crack around this house, I mean, you can tell just by. <laughs> yeah, this oh, is yeah. the new floor. That's the original floor. When we get right. upstairs. Uh, okay. Any slight. Weight shift. It sounds like you're going to fall through the second floor <laughs> of the house. So, well, man.
1: where should we start? All right, that was uh, that was so gr- epic yeah. to be there and have those guys uh, take us through the house, but also give us all the history and paranormal history. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe that that
2: I mean. Every house has that much, you know, detail of detail and whatnot. But yeah. he really did a great job conveying the, the yeah. whole story I and know. and even some conjecture about where the bolt came from mm-hmm. and just how things played out.
1: I really geeked out. That was really cool. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. even the doors to the like. Their original doors, so you can yeah. see the bullet holes and everything. Well, uh, the
1: whole outside of the building is still is it's marked like, with all. It's the, like yeah. riddled yeah. with bullet. holes. I think
3: within like the first day of the fighting, it, there was 150 bullets that hit that house.
2: That's amazing. That's all, so that's,
3: they were like they were actually in between both sides of mm-hmm. the battles. So like both Union and Confederate, like they were uh, they were just like in the middle of everything.
0: But,
1: yeah. Uh, now. So after that, uh, we got a chance to start going room by room. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a, a, an EMF detector. We had a REM pod. We had a spirit box. And, we, of course, we had our own eyes and ears. Yeah. Uh, some flashlights. That's right. Uh, headlamps, flashlights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, same. Nash, um, I didn't get too much t- uh, a chance to talk to you because it was, it was a the, the whole day rain right oh, I know. so yeah. it, it, oh was just, it was just it was just pouring all day even when we left it was just uh buckets pitch black uh no you know no stars in the sky just dumping buckets on us yeah. and we pretty much were like later bro yeah <laughs> so i mean tell me about your experiences because i
2: have not heard if you experienced anything so when we got there you know we all kind of ushered in we 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 sp- Hung out a little bit outside, talking about the doors and, mm-hmm. and the bullet holes and whatnot, and went inside. I didn't think of it at first, but and it was weird. I, I didn't realize it till later. But so as soon as we all walked in, we were in that main room, and we're all talking. It was weird. There was a wave of something that hit me. It really? was so. If you ever, the only thing I can kind of you know draw similarity to is like if you're driving and all of a sudden you have an immediate sense of fatigue. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Whew, you kind of have to shake it off. You know, you're 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 driving. You're like, and you feel the fatigue. and You're just like, I just need to close my eyes. Literally, blink them. Just just shut them for a second. Right. So that happened when we were standing in the middle of the living room hmm. at what is that nine o'clock at night or whatever it yeah. was. So and at, at that time, I'm never tired. And we're sitting in the middle of this room, standing, and I'm standing, listening, and we're kind of just kind of checking things out. Mm-hmm. And I get this wave of not necessarily fatigue, but like I need to close my eyes and just I was so close to just falling down backwards because it was just like a wave hit me and, and I had to shake my head, shake it off and be like, what uh-huh. was that? Hold on for a second. And yeah. then I thought, oh, well, I was just kind of tired. Uh-huh. But then I, then I was thinking about on the way home and I'm like, wait a minute. No, I it's nine o'clock. I'm not tired at all. Yeah. So something was there. I felt that there was something in there. OK. Right. As soon as we walked in the door. Uh, and then again, later towards the very end, when we were downstairs in the basement, I had another
3: okay, another
2: not similar to that, but another incident down in the basement.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, and I had a couple. I haven't told her one of them. Oh, this is very, this is very, very interesting. I'll save it till we get to the basement. Um, I, you know, nothing for me when we got into living room section. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I still listening to you know, uh, Sean talk and tell us about some of the things. I wasn't really feeling anything. Yeah. outside of just. Pure excitement to be here and right. listening to these gentlemen uh, just tell us these stories. Uh, so, but we went up the steps, the second floor. Okay, uh, you get to the second floor, and there's this uh, chain. It's kind of roping off this one part of the room. And, you know, number one, they don't want you going and messing around. Right, yeah. so they right. got the chain up because it's still decorated like some of the original beds mm-hmm. and stuff. So stuff that could get broken and mm-hmm. is irreplaceable. Yeah, don't
3: sit on it. <laughs>
1: So one thing they say is this chain will just start to bounce on its own. Okay. Um, and we got up there, and we were staring at it, and it was bouncing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, right right away, I'm like, well, is it because of us walking? Are we causing vibrations? Yeah, there everybody was just, what,
2: seven of us in the room. Yeah, and Yeah.
1: Yeah, everybody just stopped. We wanted to kind of relax. I think I even grabbed the chain at one point trying to uh, calm it down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I decided to take it off the hook. Right. When I took it off the hook, I got this... This, just heard this weird sound like a boop. I was like, "That was weird. Okay. Not a big deal. It was raining outside." Mm-hmm. Uh, but and when I was holding that and I was talking to Jeff about it, I felt like all of a sudden the chain just started being tugged on. Yeah, really? like it Started like just pulsing. Uh, and I, I chained it back up, uh-huh. and, I, and I told everybody like that was weird. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, maybe it was just me. Was I just was I pulling on it weird?
2: And, well, uh, and I- what, Go ahead. I was going to say I kind of saw you from the other room, and it and it looked like it looked like you were pulling up a rope that was buried in the ground. You know, really? the, the effort that I saw you do it because it wasn't just like you just pick something up and and relash it. Mm-hmm. You kind of like you could see from from the other side of you, you grab it and your body like torqued a little bit because it was you needed more strength than okay. just yeah, a passive. It, just It hanging did up.
1: feel kind of like uh, like.
2: Like, like some, an energy, like there was, yeah.
1: like the chain was not, not a not alive. But if I would give you under other end of a rope, I would feel that tension from you, right? And it would, you know what I mean? It, it was, was resisting. resisting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that was interesting. I couldn't decide if it was just me, but I'm glad you saw that it looked like because yeah. there was actual resistance on a just a, a small chain. I
2: mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just looked like you were just like, oh, hold on for a second, and you got to use a little bit more, you know, to be able to move it. And I'm thinking, that chain is a weak little piddly thing. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I unhooked it again. I kind of heard that weird bloop. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's definitely something. I did it a couple more times and never heard that sound again, just those two times. But every other time I unhooked it and held it, I, I did. I felt nothing. Yeah. Just that Just that first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I sat there with the REM pod uh, you know, just saying, hey, you know, if you come over here and touch the Santana, how could go off, but and nothing, right? Uh, it's not like I was expecting. Like we got two hours, man. And we're gonna have like. This place is gonna be lit up because paranormal Punchers is here. Uh.
2: <laughs> we tried to schedule it. I mean, but it would be great. really on our schedule. I know. I, I shot know? a schedule
1: down to everybody. <laughs> all the spirits like, hey, we're, we're coming. down. We're gonna be here. Let's do this. Uh, I really wanted the the rampod to go off. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have been cool. But we would have uh, gone eight
2: nuts crazy if that thing would have shown off. Especially
1: because this area is where they reported like these two little two little kids.
3: Yeah, I believe it's a a couple children.
1: Yeah, uh, so I was just saying, like, you know, hey, this is a really fun game. I like right. to play games. You guys like to play games? And I was demonstrating how to do it, like, ah, uh, you know, tr- just trying to make it fun.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but nothing. It, it, just the change Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I
3: guess um, people hear, hear some uh, children's voices up there. They see the, the bed skirts ruffle. Uh, people feel uh, tugging on... Uh, I don't know if it's their hair or their ears or something like that. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I was hoping we would experience that, <laughs> but we didn't. So.
2: And and they were saying something about the cabinets in the room, the doors opening on the cabinets. Yes. You know, I was dying to turn around, and after we were all kind of filing downstairs, I was like looking up the stairs going like, ah, come,
1: <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, when well, he was yeah. talking about that, uh, yeah, the one clock. Right, right, uh, right. The, right. the, the the door to the clock would be open. I was yep. like hoping we uh, don't let the door come back around to go out. It would be that, open that, again. Yeah. yeah. yeah, But it wasn't. No. Um, I don't know. Anything there happened to you guys once we got? That was the first room on the second floor. Yeah. No, and, and that was the only thing that I
2: saw was the chain moving.
3: Yeah, you know, that was but,
2: about a. And how you guys were trying to steady the chain, and then it would just start moving again. And, I mean, you could force the moving by going over to the stairs because the walls were thin, mm-hmm. but nobody was over there. Yeah. And the chain just yeah, wouldn't stop. It was just
1: moving and moving. And you don't think, you know, old house just has natural settling or movement mm. or... No. Just uh, 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 <laughs> people walking. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'd be weird if your house is just kind of select. Not at that point. That's an old, old house. <laughs> if it's settling and moving, we've
2: got issues. I don't know. I'm just trying <laughs> to
1: throw out some, some stuff. I don't, I don't want to act like... Yeah. All right, that definitely
2: something pulled back on that chain. Yeah. And it was... I just thought... You know, for me, it was just seeing that chain there. And it was it because was, when it was hanging, it was just going back and forth and yeah. back and forth. And how many times have anybody... times mean, sometimes it would bounce. Yeah, it, it was bouncing. It was doing right. all... Change, it, it changed doing, its
1: pattern a little bit.
2: It wasn't like jumping rope or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it was that moving. That would be freaky. That would be freaky. Yeah, totally. But it was moving. And it wouldn't stop. And you guys were stilling it and then letting go. And it would move again. And it's... Yeah. That's... I was like, huh,
3: okay. I know. I, like, usually, yeah, if you hold on to the chain, usually that should settle it, right? Right, right. But it just, like, as soon as you let go, it just was doing the exact same thing. It just picked it right up.
1: Now, we walked from that room. Well, you know, once we did a little bit, you know, we wanted to keep, keep the thing moving. Mm-hmm. We had limited time. Mm-hmm. Uh, walked over in the room beside where the kid's room was. Right. Um, I know we hung out there a little bit. Were you guys, did you have anything there? I know for me... Nothing really. I just wanted no. to go through the hole in the wall that the Union soldiers uh, yeah. did. Sean said he f-
2: felt or heard something when we were when he because he was kind of sitting on the floor, mm-hmm. yeah. and he was like, "Did you hear that?" And I was standing close to him, and I heard it sounded like somebody just hit like the you know was on the first floor, hit the ceiling with a broomstick oh. kind of a thing, just like a whack, just like oh. a like hmm. a thump, and and I didn't think of it because I thought it was just the floorboards creaking or he was over there, hit it with his shoe. And I look over and the dude's not moving. And he's like, did you hear that? (laughs) That, And the odd thing was, it didn't come. The sound didn't come from him. I was only five feet away, but it was coming from between us. Yeah, The sound in the floor came from between us. And, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, a small drink of water. So I know when I'm stepping (laughs) on natural wood, it's going to creak and cry and moan and do all those things. I wasn't moving at all and there was no creaking and all of a sudden the stud came. Hmm. So I kind of thought, eh. well, I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> that's in the realm. It's not a for sure thing, but it's in the
1: realm. You know, it could have happened. So I don't know. Um, then we passed uh, through the hole. That was really cool. Uh, through the hole. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's like, I mean, stepping through, that's walking through time. Like this was, this hole is here because mm-hmm. those Union soldiers Busted through there mm-hmm. to get Jenny and her family down to the basement. Right. Yeah. You know, they well,
3: carried, so yeah, they through, carried yeah they carried her incredible. body from the first floor all the way up to the top floor. Then they busted that hole. busted through the wall and then carried her down to the other side and then take took her out to the to the cellar. But
1: yep, just like Eric told us. Uh, oh, yeah. on this story. Yeah. <laughs> um. So got in the second room for me. That area of the the house. Mm-hmm. I really. Uh, Nothing, nothing, nothing for, nothing for me. It, and it, I don't, I don't know yeah.
2: about, about about either one of you, but it, it just felt like the one side where Jenny Wade stayed and where the where the chain was and and where you know had my thing in the living room. That side side just felt. I don't know if it felt warm or active or it just felt like like a normal house. Yeah. When you went on to the other side. It was like a tomb on that side. It was quiet and still. Mm -hmm. And it felt like there was nothing was moving. And nothing had moved in there for a long time. But the house, I mean, it had the same thing on both sides. So why did one feel so drastically different than the other one? That's what was kind of – I was thinking about it thinking – This one felt warm and not alive, but it felt like there had been people in there. Mm -hmm. This other side, which has seen just as many people because they take the tours and you do that. It felt like still, like Hmm. oddly still, super quiet. And like nothing has happened in this place for a long time.
1: Yeah. And I feel like uh, we didn't do much on that side. No, not really. Uh, But that's when, from there, that's when we went to the basement. Right. Now- um. So you know, we were in the basement for a, what a whole two, three minutes, and we hear this, this bang. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And even Eric, Eric was like, "What the What the hell was that?" <laughs> uh, so the cellar door was shut, but we heard this bang, uh, which was only like maybe I don't know four or five foot behind where the group mm-hmm. was standing. Mm-hmm. He walks over. The door's ajar again, but now it's like ajar a a jammed. It's yeah. Stuck. And yeah. stuck. Right. So he has to like like forcibly get it back down position. He right. was like, "Look, that was shut the whole way." He's like, "Number one, you know, it's raining. Of course I shut the cellar door." <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh it is possible somebody saw us go in and thought it'd be funny to bang on or something to scare us, and then ran off. But, I mean, it was pouring down rain. You had to be a real... I find that highly unlikely. It was random cats and dogs. Yeah. So so that's how we started off. Now, the basement, like, this is a very... Imagine this Mm -hmm. house was built, you know, in the 1850s or before. uh, Old stone basement and dank. Right. It's got that smell. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, they have benches, uh, you know, lining so people could sit and listen to the uh, tour guys uh, for their regular tours. There's a chair up front by a display of, well, Jenny's. It's a mannequin, Jenny's body, how they yeah. brought her down right. here and covered up with quilts. Um, but so I sat in the rocking chair. No longer a rocker. They took the rocking part off. Right. Probably not a good <laughs> idea people rocking. On uh, Sat in that chair, and then we just started doing a uh, some... Uh, some EVP sessions, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, put, tried some more of the ramp pod. Um, uh, and of course we had the, uh, was it the mel meter, the EMF detector? Yeah. Yeah. Um, had that all out. Uh, I think it was, it was pretty quiet. Now, while we were sitting there within the first 10 minutes, I think we heard footsteps, like yeah, just a upstairs. few of them upstairs. Yeah. Now we're the only ones in the building. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, uh, dudes with the keys or with us, they're with us down there. Uh And it was like just a few – it sounded like a couple steps or whatever, and then – Then nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Just a couple. That was it.
1: So that was interesting. That was pretty cool. Uh, Because that's the kind of stuff, you know, things that go bump in the night, like, Mm -hmm. whoa. (laughs) Now, when when we were all down there,
2: now, I think this – you know, I don't know if I was the only one, but – off in the – when you come down in the basement off on the right-hand side, there was a smaller bench or an alcove. Where yeah. I, That's where I,
3: Jenny's dad likes to be. Up there.
2: Yeah, yeah, where James, or dad, was. So yeah. originally I was down over there sitting there, and because I'm the only crazy person, I was wearing shorts <laughs> in 50 degrees and drenching right. rain. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, okay, so, you know, we're in this basement. Mm-hmm. It's stone all around. Cellar doors, you know, storm doors that are closed everywhere. No electricity other than what the guys bring in for displays and for lights and things like that. And we're sitting there. And I'm getting a breeze yeah. across my legs. And so you can kind of hear like a generator kind of running off of the side. And I thought, oh, well, it could just be a fan over mm-hmm. in the other place just to keep the air circulating. And I had a breeze on my legs sitting there for... Probably half the time I was sitting mm-hmm. there, like a consistent or a come and go. No, it was it was just there. It was like that's what I say. It felt like somebody had just a light fan, mm-hmm. and it was just pointed down on the ground.
1: Yeah, because I peeked back in that section. There was no fan. There was no, no fan. There was nothing. Yeah, there was nothing back in. in there. In fact, yeah. when I did peek back in there, because I was like, I want to go back in this area, but we never did. Um, probably just storage and things like that. Yeah. It was like dead. It was just nothing. There's nothing. Yeah, just unused nothing space. Over there. And so.
2: I thought at first I was like, oh, well, there must be a fan because I can hear something. Well, it didn't dawn on me that right next to the Jenny Wade house is like a Marriott or there's that giant hotel. So the, the, it's hum, the uh,
1: 1863 battlefield.
2: There you go. Hotel. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what I'm hearing is their generator and their AC, the hum from that being next door is what I could hear. You could hear that? Yeah, it was a, it, that's why I thought it was a yeah. fan cuz it okay. s- sounded like a fan was in the room or an air mm. conditioning unit or something. So you you could hear big machinery humming. Not big machinery, but like like how we can hear your 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 vent on right now. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's what it sounded like, but in this other room, but there was nothing in the other room mm. to create right. that yeah. sound. And I was getting a breeze, so I was like, well, there must be a fan or some kind of an air vent somewhere. Right. You know,
1: and it turns out there wasn't, hmm. and now uh, Sean had said that uh, Jenny, you're you, you're 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 big mm-hmm. uh, and intimidating to uh, Jenny Wade's dad. Yeah, so they had you switch with Lish because yeah. usually it's uh, uh, females that report uh, being messed with. because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. he like, uh, yeah, he uh, doesn't care for Eric, right? And no. probably you look like you know somebody wouldn't take his crap. So right, right. Ma- yeah. Now did you when you were over there?
3: Okay, so when I was sitting there, um, I felt on the right side of me, the entire time that I was sitting there, that it was cooler yeah. than the other side. Um, and then, I don't know how much you want to put into this, but I I immediately had a headache as soon as we went down in the basement, okay. and then it went away as soon as we got out of the basement. So I don't know if, if there was something messing with me or if it was just... You know, my head being my head, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I don't know.
2: But you, but you had it on your whole right side. Yeah, it was though, on right? my right side. Yeah. Now, see, I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and so I have a lot of exposed skin. Yeah. And I was only getting it across my shins and not on the right side.
3: Yeah. Just, oh, you know, I was wearing jeans and a hoodie. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, uh for, wet
1: jeans and a wet hoodie yeah. again
3: because it was.
5: <laughs> yeah, I know in it was bad,
3: but I mean, like. For the, me to actually feel like I was kind of chilly yeah. on the, the right side of me. That was a little bizarre to me.
2: And Because if I remember correctly, that, that alcove that you're in has stone on both sides. Yes. So I don't know. Something was up in that corner. Mm-hmm. Because for me to, and for us to have a similar experience and but not exactly the same, I thought was
1: pretty cool. Yeah. Now, I was sitting in that chair next mm-hmm. to the uh, display mm-hmm. of Jenny's. Manic a dead body. <laughs> um, and I don't know if you guys heard me a couple times. I was, I kept, cause uh, Chris was a few feet uh, back in one of the in the little seats, the mm-hmm. benches. Okay. Uh, Jeff, Jeff from uh, Punch Farm Podcast and his wife, Chris. Uh, and I kept asking her, like, did you hear that whisper? I kept saying, like, you said that like I three or four whisper. times. Yeah. Um, I, I was sitting as I was sitting there through the night, and there was a point where I switched with Chris. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if I made jokes or not. I had uh, s- like this intense, not headache, but pressure, like say sinus. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I this sucks, and it, I was relieved when I switched with her. But see, oh. that's what I
2: felt when we walk in the room up on the first story. It was like a pressure on my
1: head. Yeah, and I just was, didn't feel comfortable. No, like it, I was just like. It was like uh it was like a, like a, like a waterfall or something yeah. right on your head. I, I feel it's very it's very interesting that three out of five six seven seven of us <laughs> had the same yeah. sensation yeah. right uh was that the rain was that just the Ugh. barometric pressure is that what it's Who called bar yeah. low pressure <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> <What? right?
3: laughs>
2: it's very smooth don't, worry. <laughs> don't you worry
1: now, uh, I thought that was uh, yeah but now, I did anything else have any guys? Because I got a couple no. EVPs I want to run by. No, I mean, the only thing that I have is I... I the hey, Wasn't there also a, a knocking, to at one point upstairs? Yes, there was.
2: I think there yeah. was. Yeah. There was. I I would say that I, I would know, not for a fact, but <laughs> I would say with about 99% certainty, that it couldn't have been barometric pressure. Oh, okay. <laughs> the only reason I say that is I have a terrible arthritis in my knee. Oh. And if there's a shift in barometric pressure, it screams at me every time. Okay. So it had
1: to be something else. It wasn't that. <laughs> it wasn't that. So I'm hoping uh, that the listeners that will be able to hear what we're talking about here. Um, all right. So we were going up the steps okay. uh, to the second floor. And I remark, uh You know, I have uh, literally, uh, my wife can attest to this, put brand new batteries in the recorder. Mm -hmm. It was turned on uh, as soon as we got in the house. Um, So going up to second floor, which we were only down there for maybe 30 minutes, I remarked how like, uh, my batteries have a shot. Yeah. Uh, But right before that, at least on this clip, there's kind of this uh, whisper. Now, there's also noise of us walking. Right after that is when I say about my batteries. Uh, tell me if you guys think um, was it me sign? I don't even know it, <laughs> but here we go. Um. I just got a for some reason. <laughs> hey, my battery just
4: yeah. Welcome to Gettysburg. <laughs> That's
1: <I> <laughs> now what? Sean says, as we're going, he goes, whoa, I just got a five-spike. He had his uh, metal Right, yeah. right. And then there is a little bit of a whisper. And then I say about my batteries. I'll play it again for you guys, uh, see if you can debunk it. Hold on. Rewinding, winding, winding. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was Mark whispering, everybody. Not, mm-hmm. was- yeah, yeah, yeah. That
1: was me. <laughs> Rewind. Here we go. I just got a 5 for
2: some reason. Hey, my battery just right before you said yeah. you your your the battery.
3: It's no. <laughs> so it like a sigh.
1: Yeah, like uh Sean says it's got a five spike. Mm-hmm. Um you can hear there's a little bit of noise walking, but there is like a... there's like a right. Yeah, I like whisper. Does it sound like me? It's got a five spike for some reason. Hey, my battery. No, just, it's like an oh, it's a yeah. two like, oh, yeah, syllable, or right? Or or Oh yeah, or is I just got a five spike. Spirits like oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Don't go broke. (laughs) I (laughs) just got a five spike
4: for some reason. Hey, my battery just (laughs) yeah. Welcome to Gettysburg.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Who knows? Now it's uh, it is that little section is a little louder because I bumped up uh, the gain on the thing. But, I, you know, when I was listening back to this on the headphones, I was just like, what's that? So I bumped it up so we could hear it. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be true of
2: all the sound bites Oh we yeah. listening to. So, FYI, it's going to get really, really loud, but you still got to listen really closely. Yeah. Now,
1: here's one where we're laughing and making some jokes about something. I can't remember. You know, we said something about it. I Glow. Uh, and after everybody calms down, there's also like a, mm-hmm. See if you can hear this. Okay. I, I, I don't think it's Chris or Alicia, but it does sound like a female voice. But it it could be them. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> you
4: glow.
1: Right there. Yeah. I heard like a faint whisper. Right, and then shortly after that, I have to remark that you heard a faint right. whisper. Something. Now again, right. that's boosted. Right. Uh, so everybody listening doesn't have to have headphones and cranking the volume. Yeah. Does it? Do you think it's you?
3: I'm not sure. Uh, it really, it, it could be, with a, With an
1: extra little, you know, nod to uh, the joke or. Yeah. No, it, it is boosted. So mm-hmm. it, it was much lower. Just listen to it again. Awesome. <laughs> nice. You yeah. uh,
5: glow.
4: You
1: glow. I heard like a faint whisper. Mm. I would discount it. Immediately, if I didn't, mm-hmm. like, you could just hear, like, where I, you could almost hear and sense in me where I'm kind of just froze for a second. Right. Like, right. Uh, like what was that? I just heard hear something. That? So I don't know. Um, could be us. Uh, this last one I'm going to play, it's it's really faint. I really had to boost uh, the level here. And you can tell when it's about to happen because it goes, shh. you can hear it the static. It's there. really goes way up. But just listen, there's two things in this. One that Nash pointed out uh, that I just thought was something else. But there is like, there's a whisper and then there's a, a ringing.
2: Kind of like, a, like like two metal pipes rubbing together very, very shortly. Very, you'll see, you'll, you'll hear.
5: Tell us, James, if that's true or not.
1: That's, yeah. Yeah. See, what I hear, and then there is a, hmm, mm, Yeah. Yeah. Um, you think it's like metal. First you thought, like, was someone rubbing a champagne glass? <laughs> like when you rub <laughs> a champagne glass and it, and, it, and it vibrates and it sings when you yeah. do that. Yeah. you your finger wet. I don't of. know what that, why that would be. But here's what I hear, and I've probably been playing it back in my ear too long. Now, clearly, can you guys hear that whisper? I can hear whisper?
3: something, but I'm not sure exactly what they're saying. Uh,
1: again, I had to boost it. It's there on the audio. Could it be one of us mumbling from across the room? Doesn't sound like it, but... What is it saying again? I I think it says, and like I said, I've been playing it too much. <laughs> We've been
2: programming our brains here. I think so. it's a,
1: that's the problem. Yeah, uh, But it sort of sounds to me like, I'm going to get them. I'm going to get them. Okay, okay. I could be, it, but that doesn't mean it's uh, right. bad. It right. could
2: be like... Because the first time I heard it, I thought it was like the ringing or the or the pipes you didn't together. You didn't pick up on the whisper, right? I didn't pick it up on the whisper, but after you said it, it's like, oh, I can See, hear it. See, I, I probably planted in your I head. Know. I don't want to like... That's okay, though. Let's, let's hear it again. Okay. I'm going to get them.
5: Tell us, James, if that's true or not.
1: Okay. Okay. And almost a... Yeah,
2: kind of like, kind of like a choo-choo like a ju- train, right? Exactly.
1: Well, I don't know what it is, but I, it was there. Yeah. Uh, I thought I'd play it for you guys. Um, I don't know if anybody listening has any thoughts, opinions. Could it could just be nothing. But either way, uh, it was a very was cool fun. experience. It was very fun. Uh, yeah. I can't thank Sean and Eric uh, enough for taking us on this adventure. And, uh Next time, I told him we were going to do the orphanage mm-hmm. yes. down in Gettysburg. That sounds yeah. fantastic. Especially since he has this picture of this mom and daughter taking a selfie. And behind them, peeking down the one steps, is what looks like this very... Oh, my God. It's so creepy. Like a demon child. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. A disheveled hair, like a shovel hair. Like a devil. Maybe we don't want to go there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I tell you where we're going to go. We're going to go to break.
0: We'll be right back. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain...
3: Honey, look, it's Bigfoot.
0: No way. Let's go say hi. Hey, Mr. Bigfoot,
1: what you reading? You can call me Frank, and I'm reading the Paranormal Punchers comic book.
3: Paranormal Punchers?
0: Yeah, it's about a group of podcasters that get themselves in all kinds of paranormal trouble. It's like Scooby-Doo meets the X-Files, and it's hilarious.
1: Sounds great. Where can we get a copy?
0: Just head over to ParanormalPunchers.com, where you can find a comic book and all kinds of merchandise.
3: Thanks, Mr. Bigfoot. Have a nice day.
1: Thanks, you too. Oh, and look out for that bear. Nash, you know, what is like the one thing uh, that could go wrong on a paranormal investigation? Why, Mark? That's the lack of food. You know, people, people are putting <laughs> in their backpack, a EMF detector, a flashlight, yeah. a digital recorder, but if you forget that snack, your, oh, your whole evening could be ruined. That's exactly right. So, if you head over to mfjerky.com. You can order some delicious beef jerky, and if you use our code SPOOKYJERKY15, you can save 15% on your order, and it's a big savings. That way, when you're out uh, doing an investigation, you're not going to worry about hunger pains. Mm -hmm. Your stomach's not going to growl and mess up a possible EVP. Right, (laughs) right. And like we like to say here, Moses Family Jerky, the best thing to pack on your paranormal or normal adventure. And we're back. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me tell you what this Moses family jerky the uh, the Reaper mm. and lime turkey. It has uh there's yeah. Carolina Reapers in it. Oh boy,
2: It's yeah, it is. It's good, it's but spicy. it is spicy. Ah, it's all. it's it's just right. I think it's actually just and right. The, uh, mm. Do you like the ghost pepper? The ghost pepper is really good yeah, too. I like the That's ghost pretty good. Pepper it's one. a
1: slower burn. It's it's mm-hmm. more back to the throat. I like it. Now before we jump into. Uh, some that's listener so, stories. Liz, you had something you wanted to bring up about what yes. some people experience here.
3: Um, some people experience at the,
1: the gen, not here in the studio. N-
3: n- no, <laughs> at the uh, at
1: the at the Jenny Wade Death yeah, House. At the, death House, because that's where she was shot. She was born yes. in a house only like two blocks up the street.
3: Yep. Um, so uh, some people have smelled bread. Okay. Uh, like freshly baked bread, um, and. It's stronger, I think, if Jenny Wade appears. So, like, if they actually see a ghost of Jenny Wade, then they'll definitely smell like bread. And then also upstairs, um, on the second floor, people have been able... They, they've smelled cigar smoke. Hmm. Um And then also, sometimes they'll find ash on their, like, feet or shoulders. Really? Yeah. So, like, uh, I really wanted... To experience something (laughs) like that, I was so disappointed that it didn't happen to me. But, hey, maybe if you go, it'll happen to you.
2: Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't, I don't remember if Eric said it or not, but when Jenny Wade was shot, I mean, she was making bread at that time. So when they took her downstairs or actually upstairs across through the hole Mm -hmm. and then back downstairs, she actually had bread on her hands.
3: It was Duh. dough, yeah. She, she was kneading it. Yeah.
2: So, so I mean, I, I could
1: totally understand that. When, when yeah, she's around, you when can smell, smell it. when they smell it. Yeah. Sean sent me a picture. Um, it's taken a, a corner of one of the rooms there. Uh, there's a little wash basin, and there's a little mirror. And in the mirror, course, you can see the wall that's behind, mm-hmm. obviously. There's a shadow of, like, it must be a woman like, with, like, a bonnet and holding something in her head. That could be, like, Brett. Okay. Ooh. Um he said he spent 30 minutes trying to to debunk it. couldn't Couldn't replicate that at all. So
3: mm. it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Some there's some crazy stuff going on there. I, mean, yeah. I, I, I it would have been really awesome if we all had really definitive experiences. I know. But there were, I mean, sitting down there
1: in I don't know what happened to me. Yeah, there, you can't. Like I said, you can't expect to go somewhere and like. Yeah. Right. We scheduled. You, this. Yeah, I know we just <laughs> scheduled. <laughs> I sent an email into the ether. That's right. Great they should one. know. They put it out there. True. But it was a, it was an absolute. It blast. It was so much fun. It was. I can't wait to the next one. Yeah. It's gonna be spectacular. We gotta bring like candles. We gotta bring something to help draw it out. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta figure. Wait, what? Like you want to. Do Like a, a Ouija like a board, you want to open up? Oh, we a could board. put pentagrams on go, our heads dude. and stuff, oh, you know.
3: God. I don't know about that. You guys can go do that. <laughs> I'll stay at the hotel, maybe, maybe drink some do. wine.
1: Yeah, maybe I won't do that. Yeah, I think I'd rather go have a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the weird, the strange, uh, as I said, uh, a couple people sent us some stories. We'd love to hear your paranormal stories. Please don't hesitate to send them to us. In fact, if we keep getting we might have to dedicate a whole other episode again to them. But right cool, now, man. this one is really cool. This is uh, from Craig from the UK. Um, I will not a- try to be a jerk and read it in a British accent.
3: Oh, okay.
4: Thank you. Because <laughs> I actually
1: am not an actor and cannot do accents. Um, all right. Bear- hopefully I do a good job here. It's a little long, but I think you'll enjoy it. Ten years ago, when I was 17, I joined a night class at my local college. On the first night of the course, I arrived at the campus around 7 p.m., and it was pretty quiet. The classroom I was looking for was in the oldest part of the building that was originally built in the late 1800s. It was the end of October, so it was already dark at this point, and the old corridors were particularly creepy.
2: Hmm.
1: Upon reaching the classroom... I found an older man, maybe around his mid-40s, locking the door. He was wearing an old-looking tweed suit and fancy shoes, which I thought was a bit out of place. He had an impressive mustache that was curled at the ends and and some slick back hair. I approached him and said, Excuse me, I'm here for the introduction to psychology class. I was told it would be in this room. Without looking at me, he finished locking the door, Put the keyway in his pocket and picked up his briefcase from the floor. As he turned and started to walk away, he said, There's nobody here anymore. After he left, I looked through the small window in the door and could see that the classroom was completely dark. I tried the door, but it was definitely locked. I was confused and figured that I must have got the wrong room or the wrong date. The only way out of the building was a single staircase that led back to the lobby, so I walked that way, maybe 10 or 15 seconds after the old man, but never saw him again. I exited the building onto a large car park, and this guy was nowhere to be seen. I could see in each direction for maybe 150 to 200 yards, and there was nobody in a suit at all. There were other people around, but they were mostly students, nobody over the age of 30. The next day, I went back to the college uh, psychology department and spoke to the head of the department about the class. I was kind of annoyed that I had paid for a course and that nobody was there when I turned up. The guy was really confused and said that he was uh, the one teaching that course last night and that he, along with 27 other students, had been in that room from 7 until 9 p.m. He also said that there was nobody that matched the old man's description working in that uh, part of the building at that time. He asked me to take him to the room I had been to, thinking that I got mixed up somewhere along the way. I walked back upstairs to the same room as the previous night, and he seemed even more confused at this point. The lecturer confirmed that he and 27 other people had been in the room for two hours on the previous night and that no old man had been anywhere near the room at that point. The following week, I went back to the class and spoke to some of the other students. They varied, uh, they varied in ages uh, from about 15 to 45, and everybody confirmed that they had been there the previous week, as the tutor had said. The whole event played on my mind a little for the next few weeks, but I just carried on as normal. Just before Christmas that year, I was looking through, through the college website. Uh, I'm not sure why. I think I was looking for uh, holiday dates for the year and stumbled upon a page that detailed the history of the college. The college, itself, uh, the college itself was used as a military base, uh, military base hospital during World War II, and a lot of British soldiers had been stationed there until the end of the war. As I scrolled down the page, I found a section about college staff members that served in the war. One of these, an English professor, was in the photograph of the faculty members from 1939. Sure enough, in that photograph was the man in the tweed suit that I had spoken to. I read further and found out that the man had worked at the college for years, but was drafted into the military and went to war. He was killed in Normandy during the Second War and never returned to England. At the end of the page was a memorial section, and his name was included there. He died at the age of 43 in the battle against the Nazi forces. To this day, it still freaks me out. I don't know how to explain what happened. Why was the room empty when I looked inside? 27 students and the head of psychology were in that room when I was in the hallway, but the door was locked, the lights were out, and the man that had died around 60 years earlier had told me nobody was there anymore. Weird. Oh, God. Thought you guys might like this. Maybe you could come up uh, with a theory to explain what happened. All the best, Craig. Oh, wow. Huh. That story... That's nuts. That's amazing. I know. So you, you have
2: multiple things happening all at the Even same time. Even with my time. poor reading of it. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got the guy. You've got the ghost professor. Yeah. And you all, but you also have, you know, uh, a Craig looking in a room and doesn't see anybody. Right. That's... And it shows dark and empty. Yeah. That's...
1: Yeah. Does that story give you chills at all?
3: Yeah. I. Well, I had goosebumps while you were reading uh, You know, that, yeah. and for
1: me, it was like, you know, running into this. It would seem strange. You wouldn't, you know... Oh, I'd run into this guy. Uh, I like how the guy's old. He's like forty three. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I oh, thanks, Craig. <laughs> um, <laughs> but to 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 have a conversation with a spirit, this apparition that for some reason chose to show himself to Craig that night. Mm-hmm. Why <laughs> was it? What, what was the weather like? What was? What, right. what was the perfect storm? Or why did the spirit just manifest for for Craig? Yeah. What if it uh, or
3: why was it messing with him? Like
0: he was it going? Even...
1: Yeah. Was it repeating something right. from his, his life? Just going right. through, right, locking up the class at night, telling a student like, "Yeah, there's no one in there, dude." Just I don't, I don't know. But for him to come across in this photo to know that this guy died in Normandy fighting the Nazis, mm-hmm. and he saw that guy 60 years later. That's just right. an incredible story. It is. what wow. if I, it, I could even begin to to even think how uh, the paranormal works and why he would get a full-body well, speaking apparition. Well, and that, I'm thinking, so you
2: have the full-body apparition. You have the fact that you can't see in the classroom and it appears dark and nobody's in there. Yeah. So what if what if it's not really so much the, the, the professor who's the ghost? What if it's Craig who was somehow disjointed for a little while? Oh, because you you had multiple things. Did I say Craig's
1: a ghost yeah. well no Craig's not a ghost <laughs> I just got a
2: ghost email because he was in this he was in this place, and he was viewing it in a different time somehow
1: oh, you mean like for a brief period of time uh some dimensional thing Craig was actually not in
3: he was in a different dimension uh, he, or something? No, oh was, no
1: he was for a brief moment he was in nineteen 19- he was there.
3: Ooh. Yeah, he so
1: whatever he was the there. perfect storm was that this he kind of stepped into. So it was Craig that was it was Craig
0: displaced,
2: and
1: not the ghost. Because so if Craig that's w- why the room was the door Correct. was locked, the room was dark.
0: Oh wow! And, he,
1: and how how would he know the? Do you the, think the 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 spiritual power was able to pull him into nineteen? When did he say the guy uh, was a teacher? Keep going, Nash. I'll find the date. Because well, I'm thinking because the he came up to the room
2: and looked inside the room. So that means there's glass on the door. So if there were people in that room, mm-hmm. how come they didn't see him?
0: Weird looking yeah. inside. I don't yeah. know about
1: you, but whenever I've been in the class, I always want to be somewhere.
0: So he else. was uh-huh. a teacher
1: in <laughs> he was a teacher in nineteen thirty nine. So so when Craig went up that flight of steps, something happened where he was all He's of a swapped sudden swapped in nineteen thirty nine. Yeah. Met this guy. The right. real dude. The real dude, or something along those lines, or maybe yeah. it was a mix of the two, met him because the or people enough crazy. I'd like to know more about this college. Right. Does this does it have any other type of things happening would have right. that kind of energy to draw Craig mm-hmm. into 1939? Because when he went up there... Hopefully it doesn't freak, freak you out, Craig, that you might have actually been <laughs> pulled into 1939 <laughs> oh, for a boy. brief moment. Well, it was only
2: Craig and the professor, and that's it. Nobody else was there until Craig then left and went back to, up the stairs or wherever outside yeah. the, the one stairwell to get out. So... In that area, it was just the two of them, but, hmm. in, but that's incorrect because there was a full classroom full of people wow. with a professor that would have seen this guy look inside yeah. and, and as if, should I come in there or something like that, right. they would have seen him, So, but they huh. didn't. And then as he left, as Craig left, came back, there he is, huh. And then if I, I would almost guarantee if Craig turned around and went back down there, he would have found the class full of people. Huh. Right, so, similar to yeah. like The Shining. It, mm, wow. You know, like when you're walking through the bar, and the bar is active with people, or it's not, but it's,
1: who, who knows, who knows? Mm. It's an absolutely uh, wonderful story. Thank you so much I for know. sharing it with us, Craig. Um, hey, let's keep it going. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have a, another story here from uh, Johnny. Johnny uh, sent a story when we had the listener episode. He's the one who was uh, uh, camping. With the scouts and uh, started having uh, Bigfoot toss some rocks. You guys remember oh, that story? Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. He sent a bunch of stories, but I picked one out for today. Okay, uh, Again, Johnny, thank you for uh, being part of the show. Alyssa, you going to read this one? Yes. Thank you.
3: Okay. So, the first paranormal encounter I remember happening to me was when I was in high school. My church's youth group was taking a trip, and we were going to leave early the next morning. So, we stayed the night on the church property. All the guys stayed in what had been built as a hangout over churches over the church's garage, including a pool table and a big screen TV and a N sixty four. All around the room was several couches and a small recliner. When everyone took different sleeping spots, I claimed the recliner because I had heard that there had, I'm sorry, that they were supposed to be comfortable. I discovered quickly that it was comfortable for sleeping, but I waited until it was dark until. And everyone was asleep because after taking up the fact that I got the recliner, I didn't want the embarrassment of admitting...
1: Oh, I think he, I, he discovered quickly that it was uncomfortable for sleeping.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but I waited until after it was dark and everyone else was asleep because after taking up the fact that I got the recliner, I didn't want the embarrassment of mi- admitting that it wasn't that great. So I got up, crossed the room, and found an empty couch. I laid down on the couch, and just as soon as I did, I looked back at the recliner. As soon as I did, I saw the recliner lay back with no one in it. Then hmm. the chair sat straight back up. I then saw what looked like the white cloth of the bottom of the ladies of a lady's dress, glowing white, flutter across the room, stop at the end of the air mattress some of the guys were sleeping on, and disappeared. I sat straight up on the couch, and needless to say, I did not get any sleep that night.
1: Yeah, nor would I. Uh, Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Oh, my gosh. Uh Yeah, that would scare the crap out of me. I'm pretty sure. Holy
2: Moses. So he saw the recliner move. That would freak me out. Uh, And then then snap right back up. Mm -hmm. So the question that I have is kind of like with you two, Mark and Alicia, Mm -hmm. is that with that ghost there, so was he like offering his friends up? Way Mark does with you.
1: <laughs> no, no, you mean because he got out of the recliner and let the good. Here, you have it. Yeah, you have it. And, and everybody's sleeping, and he's like, hey, hey, these guys are sleeping. You do that. Oh, I, d- I doubt that. Um, <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> I just wonder like why it messed with the chair after, but also when it kind of uh appeared a little bit, Lenton hovered over near the other yeah. kids sleeping.
0: What was it Maybe doing? what was
1: it checking on? uh Checking on the kids.
3: Oh, maybe
1: was the chair? Was it? Yeah. Was it? Uh, was it like mom was getting a, up from her maternal? chair, and maybe checking the, up on yeah, the kids? Getting off the chair, checking the kids.
2: Yeah, or mm-hmm. it, it could have been pervy, it, oh, but cool. I think it could have been maternal. And, and yeah, after, oh, yeah,
1: after you throw that other one out, yeah, yeah <laughs> I just, just want to say, well, Nash, that one up. <laughs> right, exactly.
2: I see it as a maternal instinct, okay. checking on the kids. I check on my son every night.
1: You know, you just do that. I don't know. I mean. I think like, we all want to see something like that. But in the moment, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I would just be sitting up all night. I'm like, guys, yeah. we're fine up the N64. No one's sleeping. Well, it, it's an N64, too, which is one of yeah, the Yeah, like, series. why were they sleeping Arguably, at the N64? They, was the best console <laughs> well, they ever. But they had to
3: get up early.
1: Right. Ah, who needs sleep? Who needs sleep? <laughs> it, was, it was a sleepover or whatever, yeah. you know. Um, and uh, one more. This is from Dylan from Kentucky.
2: So I've got this one here. So so one Sunday in 2012, in the way back machine, 2012, <laughs> uh, my family uh, had left to watch a wrestling pay-per-view at another family member's house. Uh, I chose to stay home and have a, had a friend come over. So she comes over, and everything is fine and normal. And when she goes to leave, she rushes out of the driveway fast and loud. I thought that was weird. So, So she gets home and texts me. There's a... A frickin' blue face staring out at your window at me. Now, that yeah, was a little bit more graphic than that. But, <laughs> I, you know, we have little ones listening. Uh, there's a frickin' blue face staring out the window at me. I still remember that text quite vividly. Uh, but I always thought that blue, as we called him, was fake and just something my family had made up to try to scare me. But once she'd seen him, too, that really freaked me out. I was home all alone around 10 p.m. at that point and scared out of my wits now. My dad, uh, my, or sorry, my stepdad wasn't going to be home for a few hours, and now cabinet doors are opening and shutting on their own. And long story short, I sat outside the rest <laughs> oh, of the time wow. until they got back. Uh, so, so that's my story. What do you guys think? What is a blue spirit? I've heard several things, but would like to know what you think and would love to hear my story. Uh, and you know what, Dylan? Thank you so much for writing that in. I got to tell you, a blue story, a blue face, in the flying around, messing with the cabinetry in the house. I know, scaring off the girls.
3: Oh boy, uh,
2: that could have been. Who knows? I mean, could have been just the opposite. It could have been a, a previous dad scaring off suitors.
3: <laughs> I don't know.
1: Who knows? That well, I really- don't know. I mean, he says his family left for to watch a uh, wrestling PPV. Uh, PPV, pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. He didn't go. He invited a friend over. Netflix and She Like, oh, okay. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, irregardless, uh, first off, the cabinets and everything, I mean, everything we've uh, talked about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, watch documentaries on, watch real movies on, that's like right up, that's poltergeist activity. Yeah, I know. Why do poltergeists not dig on cabinetry?
3: I don't know. Isn't it it, it. it
1: the easiest, wouldn't it be like, it's the very easiest thing to scare the living crap out of you? (laughs) I guess. Yeah, no, I was watching uh, a Ghost Adventures episode, it was like the lion's head in or something. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but they had this door, uh, it creaks open, as they're all sitting there like, uh, wow, weird. Mm -hmm. And they're like, did you just open that door? Can you shut it? Can you shut it? Can you shut that door, please? Wham! Yeah. Slam shut. Now, obviously, I think poltergeist, uh, It's the easiest thing. Like, if there's nothing there and the do- doors are opening and shutting, you're right. gonna be like, "I'm getting the uh-huh. heck out." of here. Right. 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 I'm done. Uh, I don't know if that's. <laughs> I don't know if that's why they do it. But it's yeah. certainly, if they could manifest enough energy, that would be certainly a fast way to scare the living crap out of a human. Do you think? Do you think
2: poltergeists and snobs are are snobs for good cabinetry? And they're only doing that to (laughs) older cabinetry that needs replacement? Oh, maybe. (laughs) Maybe they're former contractors. (laughs) They're actually working for contractors.
1: Yeah, I do, right?
2: Right? You know, you need new cabinets. You know, I don't know. I just hear a lot of doors slamming and cabinetry
1: being abused. Uh, Dylan, I've actually never heard of this, uh, the blue face. No. I do know that uh, what's really freaky is uh, she left, she she got in her car and looked, and there was this blue face thing staring back i mean you were it was in there with you yeah so that's what i mean that's freaky it'd Mm -hmm. be freaky to see the blue face but as she pulls out as she peeled out of the driveway because he thought it was weird that she was you know uh she she split left you in there with that blue face. okay so that's why i
2: say there could be an ulterior motive to this blue face Mm. because the parents are away watching pay-per-view okay uh Son is left at the house. Girlfriend comes over for a little Netflix and chill action. You know, <laughs> there's a ghost face in there, and he's like into it. I, I, I see. I see a whole different. Unless thing it happening. was the
1: Blue Man Group and they were <laughs> they were slamming the uh, covers like to, do, to you know, doing their music thing. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Huh. I don't know. But thank you for sharing yeah, your story. I I've never heard of that. I'm gonna go look it up. Mm-hmm. We're gonna uh, go really interesting. I know it. personally. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I would not want to see that.
3: No.
2: No. And and I'm gonna try to see if it's it has is specific to nice cabinetry versus <laughs> you know standard cabinetry or maybe old cabinetry and see if there's a difference.
1: Hmm. Maybe okay. maybe that's the research I'll be doing.
3: Okay. <laughs>
1: now I definitely wanted cabinet doors to, to slam at the Jenny Wave. Oh my no. gosh, yes. you in my own time. house? No.
2: no. Not so much. Yeah. No, not so much. Not so much. You're gonna get like to sleep and not be startled.
1: Yeah. As always, guys, I love hanging out with you. Listeners, I love you interacting with us. You're the best. Uh, go over to paranormalpunchers.com. You'll learn more about us. You can click on stuff. You can get a cool t-shirt. You can get some... Find your way to the beef jerky. You can find your way to Living Among Bigfoot. Uh, drop us a review on iTunes. What else, Nash? Now, isn't,
2: isn't there something coming up here shortly? Maybe a festival? Oh, my God.
1: Thank you so much. Right? Right? <laughs> we are going to be in Columbia, Pennsylvania. I know. Everybody's like, well, that's so close to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the Albatwitch Festival. That's this right. festival celebrates, uh, the way I can describe it, is just Little Bigfoot. Not puck wedgies, um, Not puck wedgies. No. Maybe. We'll discuss that. Yeah. Um, we're going to be there. We're going to have a booth set up. That's right. We're going to be selling our comic book. Uh, if you say comic book, yes, we have a comic book. Go get one. Yep. Um, we'll have our comic book. We'll have t-shirts. Uh, and don't worry. If uh, you live too far away to make it, we'll tell you about it, uh, how our day was. And remember, we're going to have the uh, first ever cryptid fight. <laughs> it's Battle, Battle Royale. Royale. Well, is is a cryptid or is it
3: something uh, else? I don't.
1: Know. Either way, it's going to be a great episode next time. This was a great episode. Everybody, you rock. Alicia, remember, if it's not weird.
3: It's not, we're checking out. <laughs>